Hello, everyone. Welcome back to What's the Point? Hi, friends. We cannot believe we are saying this, but 2020, the craziest year I've ever had, is coming to an end. And so today's episode, we are going to talk to you guys about our new year goals and what we think are good ways to plan them. Yes, I literally cannot believe that the year is almost over and January is literally right around the corner. I sometimes think to myself, this has been the longest, shortest year ever. Like in some aspects, I feel like it was never ending. And then in others, I feel like it's still March. (laughs) Yes. And you know, I just think, wow, I just no words for 2020 because a lot of people, it was the worst year ever, which I said, but then I think about it and Connor and I bought a house, you know, that's something exciting that happened. And Avery turned 17. She started a new school, like exciting things did happen, but man, craziness. A lot of craziness, but I agree. Like uh, the other day I was thinking to myself, this has been a doozy for sure of a year. But it's also been a really awesome and special in other ways because Marcus and I got married this year, you know, like our families came together for that celebration. I got Otis this year. I mean, he has been just such a joy, (laughs) little Otis. So, you know, there is, it's been real crummy for sure, but there's been some really awesome, awesome highlights too. And I sometimes think I don't want to forget those or downplay those because those things for me personally, are the biggest things in my life. You know, getting married and being able to celebrate with Marcus and start our lives together is the biggest thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life, in my whole life. And it's happened in the craziest year ever, but it was a nice way to just end the year. I'm going to butcher it, but you know, there's some kind of saying just like the best comes from the worst or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like that saying about like coal turns into diamonds or something, you know, like, or what's the other one? Um, you have to go through the storm to see the rainbow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All the we, cliches. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so anyways, we're talking about the new year, 2021. I mean, we know as soon as it hits midnight, it's not going to be completely different. We don't know what's going to be going on in the world, but it's a new year, which means you can make new goals and just try to really kick it off on a good start. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's really cool that when a new year comes, it gives you the opportunity to kind of re one, evaluate the year that you just had, but then also look forward to the year to come. You know, I know there's always a lot of excitement and buzz around New Year's resolutions and what you want to accomplish this year. What do you want to do? And all these goals and lists and all just all the good things. Um, And so today we just wanted to talk about, you know, making a plan for those, how to set yourself up for success, our approaches to how we make New Year's resolutions, how we set goals, how we set intentions. Um, And hopefully by you listening, you're able to pick up something from it and maybe apply it to, to your own life as we get closer to wrapping up the year and moving into 2021. Um, our goal is for everybody to have a kick-ass 2021 in whatever way that is for you. And so today we're just going to share some of our thoughts and tidbits and things that have worked for, with us and kind of what we do as we go um, into the new year. Yeah. And what's cool is you guys are about to hear Yvonne and I actually approach this differently which is nice because a lot of topics, I mean, Yvonne and I are very different, but a lot of topics we, you know, maybe do the same thing and things like that, but we both 
do New Year's different or New Year different. And so I just think that's really interesting. And I can kick it off if you want. Go for it, girlfriend. Okay. So I personally love New Year's resolutions. And I know a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I've heard some people say they don't like New Year's resolutions because you should try to be a better version of yourself all year and things like that, which I totally agree. But the reason I love New Year's resolutions is it's when it's really top of mind and you can reflect on your past year and say, hey, I really wish I did this better or I want to do this and things like that. So I am pro New Year's resolution and I am pro writing them down. I, if you guys have followed me on Instagram for the past couple of years, I usually get a poster board and I will write out my goals. But one thing I've kind of realized is I wasn't doing SMART goals. And if you guys know what a SMART goal is, they've talked about it in WW meetings, probably in like work meetings, um, school, things like that. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So basically what that means is you can't just have one very broad goal and you don't know how you're going to reach it. So for example, the past two years, which that's kind of sad to say, um, reach, <laughs> it is sad. Reach it's, my, not, it's not, yeah, reach my goal weight was on it for the past two years, but that's so broad. So what I really needed to do was having that as one of my, you know, if I do it for 2021, having that as one of my 2021 goals is great, but I also need to break it out so that it's smart. So maybe I say every three months, since there's four quarters in a year, every three months, I want to make sure I've lost 10 pounds or something like that. And I need to really put dates on them so that one, they're measurable, two, they're attainable, and three, they'll eventually lead to my big goal of reach my goal weight, if that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. And I think that's so important because I think it's easy for people to say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. That is great. Go for it. But you, to your point, Darian, you have to be able to make smart goals or even just break down that 50 pounds into small, smaller, achievable, or is it attainable, which attainable, attainable goals that you, that you can actually track and measure, right? Just, you know, throwing 50 pounds out there or even saving $5,000 or getting a promotion or like all these things, those are great goals, but you have to be able to break them down into smaller goals, something that you can really achieve. And then build on that till you can get to your bigger goals. Um, I think that's one of the traps we all fall in. We all have these lofty goals for the new year. And then really, we don't really put an action plan together on how to get those. And that's what really coming up with the SMART and using the SMART principle does for you. Yes, exactly. And a lot of people, probably like us in the past or something, will just say, my goal for the new year is lose weight. Okay, that's great. But, you know, how are you going to do that? Are you going to join WW? Are you going to do another program like a keto or something? Are you going to weigh yourself weekly? How do you know you're losing weight? Or maybe their goal is just to be healthier. Or how are you measuring that? Are you cutting out some processed foods? Are you walking more? Things like that. So definitely just make sure your goals are smart. Yes, totally. And then a couple of other things. One, definitely don't 
make your goals dependent on anyone else. Whenever a goal becomes dependent on someone else, I just feel like it's not really your goal anymore. It kind of has some power taken away. So for example, if I said my goal is to walk three days a week, so that's specific, that's good, but with Connor. So what does that mean? If Connor doesn't walk, am I not going to walk? You know, kind of like that situation. Just make sure it's something that's on you and that you can do it. I also wanted to just say, this isn't really a goal or advice on goals, but I think January is a great time to try something new. So for example, you and I have both done, I think we did a January whole 30. Did you do January? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we both did a January whole 30, or maybe you do a January, you don't have any dairy or things like that this year or 2021 i'm gonna go vegetarian for the month of january yeah that's really that's really a big deal that's hard to do oh it's definitely hard for me you guys it's a challenge. definitely a challenging very much a carnivore before i decided i was gonna do this i double checked that vegetarians still eat eggs and they do <laughs> <laughs> i think some don't but it's really common to eat eggs yeah Totally. And I was happy about that because I was really stressed about that. Do you like tofu? I think I do. I just haven't ever really prepared it, you know? Yeah. I have, I don't think I've ever tasted tofu in my whole life. That is actually a good point because I'm going grocery shopping tonight. Maybe I should just buy some tofu to give it a try. Give it a try. (laughs) Because that's a good protein you can make into like meat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, new ideas. And there's also like, I've seen other people eat like, um, like meatless crumbles that they use as an alternative for ground beef. Okay, cool. For like tacos or something. You know, we got all kinds of ideas. Yeah. So there you go, you guys. You heard it here first. We're giving ideas. But I'm not encouraging someone to do this if you're just now starting on your health and wellness journey or you just now joined WW. But maybe you're a seasoned WW member like Yvonne and I and WW is still your goal and you just want to mix it up. I say go for it. Month of January, do a whole 30, become vegetarian for the month, or maybe only eat meat once a week, whatever you want to do, but mix it up. I just love that for the new year, especially for people that are, aren't really mixing up their health and wellness journeys. I couldn't agree more. I love that. I love all those ideas. Thanks. And then my last piece of advice for new year's goals, new year resolutions is something I've actually think I actually think I've talked about on this podcast before. And if your goal is to be healthier or to join WW or anything like that, or maybe really stick to WW, maybe you've been a little lax. I say, start now it's December. You'll have a little, maybe half a month leg up on all the other people starting in January. And I feel like it'll feel less overwhelming because if you guys have ever walked into a WW studio in January, it is packed. Lots and lots and lots of new members. And so if you join before and try to stick to it, maybe just a little, and even if you're lax around Christmas, you know, you just joined and you're learning, but you're not tracking yet. Totally understandable. My advice is just definitely join before the new year's rush because you want to feel like a seasoned vet, you know? I think that's such a good point. I know you've, you've kind of talked about that before, as far as like starting your journey, don't wait till the new year, try to go start earlier. If you're already having these ideas and we're here a couple of weeks before the new year, sign up, whatever, you know, start doing, 
some things, start planting a seed, build a little momentum for yourself as you move into the year. That'll really, really help you. Yeah. I think it actually now it's like ringing a bell. I think I talked about this on the navigating the holidays episode because I'm just really passionate about it. You guys, <laughs> you are because you started your own journey right before the holidays yourself or right before the end of the new year. Right. Darian. Yes, exactly. And so I just feel like it gives you, like I said, a leg up. And so you'll just be a seasoned little WW member. Heck yeah. And you know, when you go to the first of the year, the gyms are super packed. Well, I don't know if they're going to, how they're going to be now with COVID, Oh yeah, good you point. know, but you, you typically in a normal year, the gyms are super packed. The WW studios, every seat is taken. It's standing room only. Like people are <laughs> pumped up, you know, to start getting healthy and getting more active and losing weight and doing all their things. But it doesn't last very long, to be honest. Yes, <laughs> right? tell them what you Googled before. I was shook, okay. you guys. Yes, so, um, okay, so this earlier in the year in January, I think WW did celebrate, and really not, and celebrates the bad word. Uh, it's, it's the wrong word choice, because we recognized yeah. um, January 17th is National Quitters Day. Mm -hmm. And and it's National Quitters Day in 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 terms of that's the day people usually quit and give up on their New Year's resolutions. January 20th, uh, January 17th. That's kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, two two weeks in, almost three weeks in. Yeah, just 17 days into the new year, um people are already ready to throw in the towel. And so um I was looking it up earlier, but statistics tell us that less than 25% of people actually stay committed to their resolutions after 30 days. So after 30 days, you've already lost 75% of the people who had resolutions. Now get this you guys, only 8% of people actually um, accomplish and achieve their new year's resolutions and actually stick with them 8%. Because I know that, and, mm -hmm. I, and I always know this. And like I said, last year, WW recognized the day. It was really trying to flip the script and really celebrate and really recommit ourselves. Instead of it being national quitters day, let's just do national recommitters day um, is what we did earlier in the year. I think the ambassador group, um, they had us do something. I, I can't remember, remember exactly what it, it was. When you said that, it rang such a bell. I remember because, and I think I'm not an ambassador, but I think everyone starts sharing the WW graphic, you yeah. know, like we are recommitting or committed. we are still committed. We are yes. not giving up on our new year's goals. Yes. Yes. And so what happened for me is I love a new year. I love a fresh start. Um, and like Darian said, we approach it differently. Like we do a lot of different things on the program, but our, our goals are the same. Our, our core is the same, right? So for me, the way I approach a new year is I don't necessarily set New Year's resolutions. I like to set intentions for the year. I like to have ideas and a vision of what I like, of what I want my year to look like, for example. So instead of saying, okay, I'm going to lose 23 pounds this year, I'm going to say, I really want to level up my activity and I envision myself going on hikes more. I envision myself being, getting a Peloton and being more active in that community. But side note, I really, I'm really hoping I get a Peloton. I was about to say, wait, do you have a Peloton or you no, just want no, a Peloton? No, that's my vision for myself is gotcha. I really want a Peloton and I'm really hoping Santa Claus brings me a Peloton. Marcus, attention, Marcus, listen up. Marcus. Marcus is going to be like, you just got a wedding. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So for yeah. me, I really like to approach the year um, 
as a visionary? You know, how do I want to feel? You know, what do I want to accomplish for myself? What goals do I want to um, work towards? You know, what are things that kind of I'm fearful of or make me a little nervous? I need to go tackle those things, you know, the things and the ideas that I've always had, but I've been too afraid or too self-conscious or too worried what other people are going to think to tackle those things. Those are the things that I try to write down. And so I just try to look at intention. I try to look at a vision for myself. And then what I do is I write down a bunch of things. So what I've done in the years past, and I wish I had easy access to them right now. And I don't, um, because what happens is, is you do something and you find a really important piece of paper and then you try to put it in a really specific, like, this is a good spot. I'm never going to forget where I put this piece of paper. And then you forget, like right now, I can't remember what I did with these pieces of paper. And what it is, is that every year I write down all my ideas, all my thoughts, how I want to better myself, how I want to better myself in my relationships, in my career, my finances, my friends, even my Instagram. Like I have goals for, you know, what I want to do to help better serve our Instagram community. Like I just write everything down. It's almost like a brain dump and a heart (laughs) dump. And I just put it out there and then I tape it to the mirror in my bathroom. And I've done this for several years. And then at the end of the year, I take them down and I put them in a special spot. That's the spot I can't remember right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so special. It's even a secret from yourself. It is. Um, Because I was really hoping I had them with me to share with you all today, and I can't (laughs) find them. But anyway, what I do is I write all the things down, and then I rewrite them. Because, you know, the first time I write them, it's just like a brain dump and a heart dump, and it's just like all the things, and it doesn't make sense, and it's not my best handwriting. Um, And then the second time I write them, I write them neatly on a good quality piece of paper, and I tape it to my bathroom. So that every day I'm reminded of what my vision is for myself, how, how I foresee myself going through the year, you know, what are my intentions? I know even a lot of people, they always pick a word of the year. Yeah. Um, I've done that in the past. This past year, my word was purpose. Um, and I really was so excited about that word. And then, you know, 2020 was just like all over the place. So <laughs> it's just really hard, but I feel like it, my year did have purpose. Um, but you'll see that at the beginning of the year, a lot of people sharing their word or their mantra. Like you can develop a mantra for yourself, whatever it is. But I always tape it to my bathroom mirror where I wash my face, where I brush my teeth, where I put my contacts in every morning, where I put my makeup on, where I curl my hair, like where I do everything so that I'm reminded. It's a constant reminder that okay, this is what I need to be. This is what I need to keep my heart on. This is what I need to keep my head on. Like these are the things that are really important to me. Um, And they can be big things and they can be small things, Mm -hmm. you know, but instead of actually setting goals, that's kind of what I like to do is just um, set intentions, set a vision for myself. Um, And it can be, it it covers everything, you guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, it covers to, you know, trying to read more. And for reading, I mean audiobooks because I'm an audiobook person. <laughs> it's really hard because I've spent so much time in the car. Um, audiobooks are just better for me. Yeah. Um, and I really, really, really enjoy audiobooks when the author actually narrates the book. I do too. Because they read it how, it how they wrote it. You know what I mean? Like they're able to add the emphasis um, how they wrote it, if that makes sense. Um So anyway, it could be little things like that, or it could be big things like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there this year and really start dating. 
You know, I'm really going to say yes to more things, yeah. or I'm only going to say yes to the things that I really want to do. So if it's not a hell yes, it's a no for me, you mm -hmm. know, you know, setting boundaries, that's a big one. So it, it can be all kinds of things, but that's really how I approach the year. Um, and that's kind of how I do it. And then I kind of do a check-in, you know, throughout the year, like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, you hadn't, you hadn't downloaded a new book in a couple of months. You're <laughs> behind, you know, like it's always good to do a check-in with yourself. And if you want to share those things with other people, that's great. If you don't, if you want to keep them close to your heart and, you know, I just put mine on my bathroom mirror. That's great too. You do whatever you want. Some people really like to do physical vision boards, like actually cut things out of yeah. magazines, you know, and words out of magazines and all this stuff and then put it on a, like a poster board and actually have a visual of what you envision your life to be for the year. Do that. Have a, have a vision, um, like a vision board girls night in or something, a couple of glasses of wine, some cheese, some meat, oh some charcuterie gosh, boards, that. and then everybody bring all your magazines and poster boards and, you know, have at it. I just think the new year is such a cool, um, opportunity to really wipe the slate clean, whatever you dealt with in 2020. And let me tell yes. you, we dealt with a lot, yes. right? wash it away, wash it away. It's in the books. We will never forget the year ever, but you know, set yourself up for some good stuff in 2021. We deserve it. You know, we really, really do. And the cool thing is, is that if you do good for yourself and you're really improving yourself, that trickles to the other people in your life. You know, that'll that has a trickle effect to your, your spouse you know, your, your family members, your classmates, your coworkers, your children, like everybody. So it's just a bleed over effect. Yes. I, I love all of that, all of that. And I think too, it's really important. I, you said something that sparked it, but I don't remember what it was. Make sure your goals or your word or your inspiration or anything you pick to do for the new year, make sure it's relevant to you. So for example, maybe you don't want to lose weight. Okay. That doesn't need to be a goal then. Maybe, you know, maybe you're, maybe it was when you said you were a reader, but audible, you know, audiobooks. Yeah. like don't say I'm going to read, pick up 26 handheld books when you're more of an audiobook person, just make sure you're right. so relevant to you and that they matter to you. Like if you want to get fit or start working out more, but you commit to, you know, CrossFit six times a day, six times a day, six times a week. <laughs> you would die if you did CrossFit six times a day. Yes. And, but that's not you, then don't do it. You want to make sure you're setting goals that are so relevant to you. And I yeah. think what sparked that too, was maybe when we were talking about recommitters day, or, you know, they say it's national quitters day, you pick goals that you won't quit because you can do them. Right. Well, also, you don't, you pick goals that are so important to you that you can't quit on them, you know, because they're so rooted in who you are and who you want to be that there is no way you're quitting on them. Yes, exactly. And I think it's cool. And I know we're talking about like health and wellness stuff, but you guys, you could be wanting to save to buy, buy a house, you know, that could yes. be one of your goals, save for a down payment, you know, 
I really want to get this promotion or I really have this idea in my head of what kind of job I want, but I don't know how to do it. Well, your goals could be like, okay, I'm going to start taking some courses or can I, is there a class that I can take to learn how to do this particular skill or whatever, you know, just don't give up on yourself. Yes. And definitely. I think the most popular new year's resolution is always, you know, lose weight, get healthier, work out more, but make sure you're picking goals that are just enriching you. So reading more, that was one of my goals this year or this coming year. This is a fun goal for me. I said I was going to do it this year, but you know, I really want to learn Spanish. I kind of know Spanish, not really, you know, took it in high school and college may have cheated online in college, you know, so (laughs) I really want to learn Spanish. Just anything that will enrich you and your life the way you want it to. Absolutely. And one note I want to share is that your goals, do not feel pressured to make goals that you see everyone else making. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you live on an Instagram world or any social media world, you could be there, you could see a trend. You will see a trend for sure. And that trend might not fit you. And that is okay. That is totally okay. You do what feels good to you. Um, If it's something completely off the wall that you're not seeing anybody on Instagram doing, and you're like, well, I kind of, I guess I'll, I'll choose a word of the year because everybody else is choosing a word of the year. If that's not your thing, that's not your thing. You know, that is okay. And to Darian's point is that you choose goals that are that are for you and not anybody else. You choose visions and ideas and, and, and things that are really important to you and not anyone else. And if they don't make sense to anyone else, who cares? They're yeah. yours, you know? And you don't even have to share them, you guys. You are going to see on the Instagram, the Facebook, you know, the Facebook, what am I, like <laughs> 100 years old? Don't know why I said it like that. You're going to see people sharing their goals, right? I will probably share mine. You don't have to, you don't even have to make goals. Like I said, it's some people, you know, some people just don't, that's fine. But if you don't want to share them, that's fine too. You guys, we, I feel like the motto always here is do what you're comfortable with, you know? And so I guess that's kind of where I'm ending with like, what's my point? Do goals that are smart. If you want to do goals and new year's resolutions, but if you don't, you don't have to. Exactly. Exactly. I think that is a great um, place to end because You have to do what's good with your heart, what feels good in your heart, what you know is true to be true to you. Um, And then the rest will fall into place. If you're making your goals and you're setting intentions and you're really, really listening to yourself and be like, you know what? I really need to do this. I've really been putting it off for like three years. It's time to do it. Then go for it. You guys go for it. And guess what? It doesn't have to be perfect either. Mm -hmm. So if you make all these lofty goals or you really have these great ideas, And then you feel like, oh, you know, March comes and you're like, I haven't done anything. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Just pick up where you left off. It's not a race. No one here is trying to race you to your goal except you. It's it's your race. Exactly. I love that. I love that you said you ended it on it's your race. I really like that. Yes. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, follow us on Instagram. I'm at Biggie to Fitty, B I G G Y, the number two, F I T T Y. Yvonne is Texie Mexi underscore living, T E X Y M E X Y underscore living. Yes, and thank you all so much for listening. Um, we really, really appreciate you spending your time with us today. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. We great, greatly appreciate it. And if you're listening, take a screenshot, share it on social, and tag Darian and I. 
Yes. And we will talk to you guys in a couple. Oh, wait a minute. This episode is dropping December 16th. Good announcement that I just thought you guys. <laughs> December 16th and Yvonne and I will not be dropping an episode until January sometime, 2021. We are just taking the holidays to spend with our families, so we won't be recording. So a little programming update. <laughs> yes. So happy holidays to everyone. I wish everyone much love, much happiness, many blessings this holiday season. And really, um, they might look different for all of us because of COVID, but it doesn't mean that we can't celebrate in different ways. So happy holidays to everybody. Exactly. And we'll see you guys in 2021. Peace out. Bye, friends.